Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I should have checked. It was doing that horrible. I should have checked. That was a lousy version. That was one of those digitised, clippity-clippy versions. 0344 499 is the telephone number. I've got to earn my 40 quid, guys, so let's crack on. I haven't got any topics. I'm a spent force. I have none left. So I'm turning to you, dear listener, to help me. Can you help me? Can you please come up with some stuff? So far, we've got, when was the last time you were flabbergasted? And have you ever seen a ghost? Great stuff. Let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Good evening, Kath. How are you? All very, right. Very, very well, Jerry. What have you got good, for us tonight? Good, oh, good stuff. It's the first time I've ever phoned a radio show. Hey, nice one, man. Thank you very much indeed. And, uh, I've listened to your show. I, I work Monday to Thursday, so this is, this, you know, not a school night. Perfect. So I've got a chance to have a long lie and oh, listen to you beautiful, properly. Beautiful. Uh, no, you're re- really good. I don't know how you put up a lot of the guys that are radio rental, but uh, <laughs> you're doing you're doing a great grand job. Thank and you. Uh, J- Jerry then goes on to say something that proves he's a lunatic as well. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, thank you. And I, I expected an insult. No, yeah. no, no. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. What, what you got for us, Jerry? Well, well, first of all, two things. I've got a thing in common with you. We're both Scots, so I'm at home, yeah. and my granny's a boil. Oh, there we go. Is you saying so, Catherine is your is related to your grandmother? No, well, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm oh. Just saying all oh, the boils are the same. So look out, you know. Oh, okay. But uh, regardless. Uh, no, I'm just phoning up to... Do you remember you had a show about the, like the Twilight Zone where something happened and uh, you met somebody or somebody phoned you and you phoned them? Do you remember that? I don't remember that, but I don't remember what we did yesterday, Jerry. My um, capacity to store this nonsense is, is, is I, getting worse and worse as I get older well, and older. I, I digress in a wee bit. The first, talk, the first thing is the topic is be, be back in the day as a 60-year-old, you keep on saying to your fellow younger workmates yeah. back in the day. Yeah. I don't know if that could be a topic. What, say, that, say that again. What, was the t- what are you suggesting as a, as a topic? Back in the day. Just back in the day. I like it. 0344 499 Back in the day. Give us a call with your back in the day. Hey, I had a I'm, great... I'm sure a lot of your older ones will come in with things. but uh... Back in the day. Do you know I'm writing that down? Because I, uh, there is, there's something in that. Back in the day, it's on there, Jerry. It's on the list. Because when you're telling a story, you'll say, "Oh, back, back in the, the day, day. I'd never had mobile." I had a great conversation and... with my youngest today, which I almost recorded, and he was going about. Um, he said, "Right, 
and it took me a while to kind of get what he was saying. He said, Daddy, are there just the olden days and now? <laughs> and I said, yeah, I said, yeah. so what you? He said, are they on? And I said, right, I think I know what you're on. This went on for a bit. I said, right, there were the olden days, there's now, and there's the future. And I, and I said to him, the, you're six now, but in the future, in 40 years' time, and your little boy is asking you about the olden days, today yeah. today will be the olden days. And he yeah, said, he said, what, there won't be any electricity now. <laughs> I said, no, no, no. <laughs> but all the olden days means is a long time ago. So this, so this now... Is the is the old is now, but tomorrow sure. it will be the olden days, kind sure, of. It's, it's amazing, amazing how time flies. Yeah. It screwed our heads up no oh. end, but we were laughing a lot. Aye, but it, the, the, the yes. other story I was going to say to you was, well, yes. I, I could go on like Billy Connolly all night, and I, I, I don't want you to screw up your schedule and. Keep people off the phone. Oh, back for go- goodness sake! Our schedule, we our schedule is a mess anyway. Oh well, fair news. Maybe a lot of obvious, but you just just intercede. But uh, no, I was going to tell you a story. When I was, I'm sixty, but when I was twenty, there was an advert in the paper: the Great White North Sense of Adventure. Yes. The Hudson Bay Company. Yeah. They were looking for recruitment, right. and of course. The bold Jerry said, oh, yeah, fancy a wee bit of that, yeah. you know? Yeah. But, uh, again, that's another story. But I, I went up to an Indian reserve and I met a girl from Newfoundland. Wow. Uh, she was a nurse on the reserve. And uh, eventually I went to Newfoundland to settle down and then my father had a stroke yeah. and I went home. Yeah. And she decided to go back up north. And I was in a bit of a dilemma. I had to look after my mother. I went and worked in Greece for eight years. This, you've lived a life, man. You've you've lived a life, brother. And another time, well, I, I'm 16. I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up, you know. But uh, so I went to Greece, and uh, you know, I heard it was you know the beach. It was the first time I never had a job. Yeah. Yeah. You hear about these beach bums in the 1830s carry on, and you think, well, yeah. I've not got a job. I'll try a wee bit of that. Yeah. But it never happened. Oh. Uh, I went everywhere, couldn't get jobs. And so I decided I was going to go to Spain and I met a Canadian girl. I hope this isn't long-winded to you. Ian, it's you know, quite long-winded, but basically you've, you've slept your way around the, the planet. Uh, well, I'm a good Catholic boy, yeah. Oh, uh, so there could be lots of little Jerry's all over the place. Well, I was asked that once, do you have any children? And they said, well, not at all, you know. There but we go. Regardless. That's me out and ready on it, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, if the paternity suits come in, we'll we'll forward their details on to you. Well, uh, you know what's funny? I was working with a guy the other day, and uh, what's your name? Blandy Bland. Yeah. I, 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 I sort of narrowed it down that his mother was one of my old girlfriends. Oh. And I said, you know, I could have been your father. But, uh, you know, it was a wee joke. Wow. Oh, it's just just about this big. Hey, Jerry, listen, man, I'm glad you called in. I appreciate that. Thank you very much indeed. 0344 499 1000. Good evening, Simon. Good evening, Simon. Oh, go. yo. Yes. Yes. I've got some topics. I've got some topics. I'm going to be quiet because because there is a horrible echo on the line when I speak. No, on this end there isn't. Well, there is on this end, and this is the end that counts because we're the broadcasting end. So I'm going to be quiet. You speak. Okay, so here's the topics, right? 
Let's have the first hour of Brexit, the second hour of Trump, and the third hour... You've got the radio on! What a fibber! What was going on there? That was Uz. awful. <laughs> Uz was going on. Uz was going on. <laughs> oh, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to uh, give us a call. Now, there's a sad story. Oh, by the way, Dave the Barman from Minders died. There's a sad mm. story in um, the paper. Well, it starts off sad, and then you go, oh, right, okay. Me or the dogs? So you read this. So this, 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 this couple, this married couple, and the bloke has said, look, it's, it's, got, it's me or the dogs, babe. And she's gone, I'll have the dogs. And you kind of feel a bit, that's a bit tight. But then you read the story and you go, ah, oh, right, yeah. When Liz Haslam's husband made her choose between him and her bull terriers, she picked the dogs. He packed his bags. You think, that's a bit tight, mate. Come on, you put up with a couple of dogs. You put up with one, two, three, three dogs. Come on, man. Do you love her or not? But are they dogs that she's like dying pink and dressing up and stuff? Because no, no. I couldn't live with that. He packed his bags after she refused to give up her pack of 30 rescue dogs. Okay. 30 rescue dogs. Liz, 49, was not ready... 30 rescue dogs. Liz, 49, was not ready to compromise when her husband of 25 years complained that her love for the animals was out of hand. Now, she says, she is happier than ever after husband Mike, 53, walked out. The mother of one said, My husband said it is me or the dogs. I haven't seen or heard from him since. I thought after 25 years he should know giving up the dogs was not what my intentions were. 30 dogs is too many. 30 dogs is too many. In, in 30 dogs is too many. How'd you walk them? Like this. <laughs> <laughs> like someone from a body farm advert. He just got to the point where he felt he'd had enough and he was preparing to slow down, but I wasn't prepared to give it all up. So he decided to go, and obviously that was his choice. Liz began a boarding kennel business seven years ago when the couple, who have a 22-year-old son, Ollie, moved into a house at Barnum, Suffolk, which had half an acre of land. But when she started up Beds for Bullies rescuing bull terrier dogs she found herself fostering dozens of them and it proved too much for mike who found himself pushed down the pecking order liz who met mike when they were both 16 added we just drifted she's in here's the thing i don't really understand why this is in all of the papers every paper today has got this story and i don't quite understand why um, we drifted more and more apart. He was heavily into his work and it left me with nothing to do. I didn't want to be a work widow, so I buried myself in my dogs. There's an image for you, ladies and gentlemen. He knew from the moment that we got together what I was all about. I don't know what he expected. He told me he was going and had sorted out some other accommodation, so he packed his bags and went. Before we split up, he kept saying to me, I do not want to be doing this. I want to get a passport and go away. I said, that isn't going to happen, so we might as well go our separate ways. God, listen. Of the 30 rescued bull terriers Liz looks after, 15 have demanding needs. Five are deaf, two have one eye, three are ex-fighting dogs, four of them suffer from defects, and one has brain damage. 
Flipping heck. 30 dogs, though. 30 dogs. Here's the thing. If you've got more, if you've got three animals is the is the maximum. Three animals is the maximum. That's pushing it. And ideally, they shouldn't all be the same. You've got more than three cats. You are a weirdo. You are a lonely weirdo. And newsflash, your house will stink. Oh, God. and You, you won't be able to smell it, yes. but everyone else will. Yes. Um, here's a good topic. And do you know what? I can answer this yes. Go right? on. This is a great one from Stephen. Hi, Ian. Topic for tonight. Have you ever spotted yourself in the street, but then realised you couldn't have because you are you? I've done that. <laughs> have you? I've done that. I've seen myself. I thought, oh, there's me. What? No, hang on, that's me. And it's just someone who looks... Oh. I've seen... I've done that. I've said excuse me to my reflection, but I've never... <laughs> <laughs> you know, usually in a pub, when you're coming out the loo and you're by a big window oh, or a mirror. man alive. Um, but, yeah, no, I've never seen my... What, self walking about wearing different clothes and not recognised? Yeah. No. Yeah. You've done that. Yeah, I've done it. I've done it a few times, yeah. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Good evening, Megan. Hello. Megan without an H because it saves time. Yes. Yes. And confusion. And confusion. Time and confusion is what is uh, is all best avoided. What have you got for us tonight, Megan, you little pothead? <laughs> um, uh, do you know, Ian? Yeah. We have six dogs and five cats. Oh, yeah, Megan, 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 Megan. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. You're going to have to get rid of... <laughs> Um, four of the dogs and two of the cats. Yeah. Yes. Never. Yes. That is outrageous. No. You're, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing you don't know, and I hate to be the one to tell you this. You don't know it, and you'll think it doesn't. But where you live stinks. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Trust me, it stinks. We ask every electrician, every plumber... And they're very every polite. ...every guy who comes to check the meter... Yes. No, we just keep a clean home. No one is going to come. Excuse me, mate. Sorry, while you're just checking, doing the plumbing there, can I ask, does my house stink? No, nah, it smells lovely, love. No one's, no one's going to be honest with you about that. It doesn't stink, though. Maybe they can't smell it, it over the pot. <laughs> <laughs> the pot stays upstairs where the animals aren't. There we go. There we go. Um, no, it does. Your house stinks. It really does. Honestly, it does. It, there's no denying no. it. No, it does. It does. As so long as you mop and you vacuum and you do the polishing, it's fine. The polishing. No, no, no. When was it? When did? When was the last time anyone actually polished and got like a spray a can of Mister Sheen out and a yellow duster and po- no one polishes? I pay someone to do it every Friday. Well, yeah, <laughs> they do it, do it. I, I dust, but I don't, I don't polish. You can't polish a dog though, and that's the main thing. And yeah. they've got an inherent smell, and they and they should smell. That's what no. dogs. That's what dogs do. Yeah. But they stay in the kitchen, and the door's always open. Yeah. So it's always aired out. Okay. Well. All right. All right, Megan. This is yeah. your house. Does your house smells lovely? Doesn't smell of animals <laughs> at all. Doesn't smell of animals at all. I'm not. 
saying it doesn't smell of animals at all. Hey! And animals, animals do not have a nice scent. Well, we used to keep ferrets. Oh, Jesus. they really do stink. The they smell do. of animals is not pleasant, right? So was it six dogs and five cats? Yes. Right. We used to keep chickens too. Not indoors, I hope. The last one was indoors, yes. And An she indoor chicken? The cat. An yes. indoor chicken? Yes, Ian, an indoor chicken. And she used to come and answer the door with us. Is this Alex Lowe doing another character? Because I can't <laughs> believe a word of this. Um, there was one night where we had pizza delivered and we opened the door and the chicken wasn't there and the delivery guy got worried about her. Oh, gosh. Um... Um, wow. Um, I They're don't... not rescues. <laughs> okay. I don't know what to say. Your house sounds disgusting, and I mean that in a, in a really polite way. I wouldn't say disgusting. <laughs> it's full of love. Full of love. Oh, uh... God. Not that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> say it like it's a bad thing. <laughs> oh, God, it sounds horrible. Um, are you vegetarian? I... Mm. I was once. Then you then you I had a chicken. I don't eat chicken. I don't eat chicken. Oh. That's the one thing I don't eat: chicken and turkey. I was a vegetarian for twenty six years, and then I discovered I, I discovered that meat is really really nice. <laughs> Went straight back to that. I do love a good steak. Oh, steak was the first proper thing I had when I came back onto the meat. But I love. I, I hope t- you I, don't eat it like well done though. No, a medium rare. Good. But the best the best thing for me is a big this is what I'm gonna have in New York, a big stack of ribs. Oof. Big, big stack of rack of ribs, mate. Oh, that'll do it for me. That'll do it for me. I've not been to New York since I was eighteen. Okay, well you're not coming with me, mate, because you stink of animals. <laughs> and I don't know you. That'll be we- that's weird on two counts. It's weird on two counts. <laughs> Megan, thank you for your call. Bye. Bye-bye, weirdo. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nut job, but not that kind of nut job. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no. Evening, John. Hi. Hello, hello, John. I came up with this new slogan tonight for the dog story. Yes. Uh, A husband is not just for Christmas, it's for life. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hmm. Um, I think this, this woman thought she was on a roll. 15, 20, 25. She never thought this was going to leave. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, all credit to her. Trying to pile it up, you know? Yes. Well, all, all credit to her. She's trying to make an impact. In More fool him. He should have put his foot down at four. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 
Mm. But what do you think about this slogan? Say it, just say it again, uh, John. A husband is not just for Christmas, it's for life. I don't get it, because I didn't get a husband for Christmas. Should I have... No, but you mean, you, you mean, I mean the advertisement for dogs, for, you know, a dog is not just for Christmas, for life. I'm sorry, I have to explain it. Um... Well, of course, you know the answer, right, to, the right. answer to that is a dog is not just for Christmas. Um, if you, you space it out, you can have enough to keep eating for, for New Year's Eve as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but the, the, the point is that... Would you uh, eat a dog? Problem. Never. I would eat a dog. Only, I would only eat a dog. Nothing to eat. I would eat you a dog eat. if I had to. Yeah, I would eat a dog. I would eat a dog. I've eaten kangaroo. Uh, if you get paid a million pounds, a different story, you know. Well, who got paid? Don't I don't get paid a million pounds. Me and Will Guyer went to some dodgy burger place in Bath, which since got closed down for having terrible hygiene rating, and we had a kangaroo burger. It was delicious. I've eaten horse. I think if people eat it, right, if it's good enough for all the, the Chinese and the Koreans, it, yeah. must, it must be tasty. 100%. They eat snakes in China. I have a friend who goes to China. So does Catherine. No I've never had snake, officially. Worms. Anyway, that's yep. all I have. John, thank you very much indeed, and we ended that call without an insult from you. It's, that's unusual. Um, good evening, Barry! Hello, Hello. who's that? This is Ian. H- Hello, Ian. Hello. Yes, Hello, Barry. Well, I, yes, hello? Firstly, firstly, may I thank you very much for offering the opportunity for me to speak tonight. OK. Would, well, you, would you like to speak in your real voice? I don't know what you mean. This is my real voice. My well, you can, allow me that. you can speak. You can speak in your old man voice if you want. I do, okay, go on. We'll do that. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. Well, I, you need to uh, say words, though. Very well. I, I wish to recount to you. Uh, a perspective, if you will, which was offered to me. Yes. Um, it, it is a perspective regarding the passing of time. Yes. And the rapidity of to, to which I believe one of your callers referred to earlier in your program. Okay. And I, I find it a useful frame of reference. Okay, instead of telling us what you're going to talk about, why don't you just talk about it? I'm, I'm leading up to the event. Well, let's get to let's let's forget the pathway. Let's let, we've teleported to the um, the event. Let's enter the event. Very well. It, it is it is this that the rapidity of time is proportionate to the time which one has spent on the earth. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the theory that of relativity is, you're describing. In, in, you're familiar with it. I, I was amazed by it. I was, I was amazed. Yes, the theory of relativity. Well, not. I, I don't believe that everybody understands the theory of relativity, perhaps as well as you do. Well, not everyone's as bright as me. That's obvious. Well, indeed, of course. But, but to to hear it referred to in these terms, that is, a, let's say, a, a child of five or six years old. <laughs> yes, go on. Go and on. and the, the time that that child has spent on Earth proportionately yes. to one such as myself, who is, as you have already recognised, in excess of 85 years <laughs> old. <laughs> I like this guy now. That line swung it for me. That line swung it for me. That was a good line. Well done, Barry. Yes, go on. I did recognise you're in excess of 85 years old. Yes. That's, 
the one I was clinching for. Well done. Well done. So I, I hope, I hope, regardless of of, of, of this uh, um, in, interruption, <laughs> that, that the concept has been realised by your readers at large. Well, they're listeners. The, they're all the, my the, my listeners, Barry, are idiots. The, the child. Hang on a second. Stay I, there. Stay there. Stay there. Mo. Who's Mo? Mo. What are you doing? Hello. Mo, have you understood? Do you now understand the theory of relativity as explained by Barry? I wasn't really. Um, I I like I nipped in at the end, really. So you didn't go for a cup of tea, did you, Mo? The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let us go to Mo. Good evening, Mo. Good evening, man. Good evening. Do you remember me? Uh, no. What? No, Mo. <laughs> you don't remember me? No, Mo. Do you not know me? No, Mo. Do you not know of me? No, Mo. You're winding me up, aren't you? No, Mo. We had so many discussions together on the radio. How do you not know Mo? I don't know Mo, no. Do you not remember when I talked about the strawberries? Oh, you're that prick. Yeah, I remember you, yeah. Oh, no, because no, that, that Mo said he was never going to call again about four times. Yeah, that was that guy. <laughs> he was really determined. But he's obsessed. I remember you. You're the obsessed guy that keeps saying you're never going to call and you're going to you call in again. Yes, Mo. What, what, what? I just thought I, I wanted to make your show a bit more interesting. Oh, thank God for that, because it's dying on its ass, Mo. And what we need is, is a, an egotist like you who's also completely bonkers. Yes. Away you go. Over to you. Mo, Mo, it's your chance to shine. Make the show more interesting. Away you go. I just felt like, as you're on the radio, your main role is to entertain, <laughs> but I don't think you're doing a very good job of it. Where did you get that idea from, that my main job is to entertain? That's what a radio presenter should do. That's, what, that's what someone with a very old-fashioned view of radio presenters would think. Oh, look, yeah, heavenly but... music. No, my, my, my job's not to entertain, not at all. Very old-fashioned, very two-dimensional. You do none of those. You don't inform people. No, it's not my job. You don't educate people, you know? It's not my my job to inform, educate or entertain. Then what's your job? It's not just sitting and talking with Carter and over like absolute rubbish. It's to entertain us. No, it's not. not. But why do you keep listening? Can you turn oh, that? Can you listen. turn that noise off in the background? Because it's rather irritating when we try and have a grown-up conversation and you're listening to fairy music. <laughs> you're so rude. I'm rude. He says. Yeah, I just the thought about, you're even more boring than Love Island, mate. Honestly, I'd rather watch Love Island than you. <laughs> you make fun of Love Island. I'd rather watch it. Well, go, on, go on, watch it. Here's the problem, Mo. I this is. I've got a real issue with you calling in, and I'll tell you why. I I don't think you're up to the challenge, and I don't want to get. Um, emails in six months' time or a phone call from an angry family member saying, you had Mo on and you were bullying him and he's not... You know, I I worry that you're not up to, to our speed. I think you're just being like, absolutely... I think you're being an ob, <laughs> to be honest. OK. That's what you are. I mean, you're now just being an ob. Okay. Yep. I'm just too scared of like getting my calls. To be honest, I just feel that like, I'm the only person who actually disagrees with you. Okay. 
Like you're, 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 lit- you're literally not the only person. Say. You're literally not the only person that disagrees. But you carry on, though. Uh, uh, you carry on being not rude and calling me a knock. On, Go on. On your small show of like, what, 50 listeners on YouTube, yeah, everyone agrees with you. So I'm the only person who challenges you, Ian. Okey-dokey. And you don't like that. Okie dokie. When, sorry, Mo, you've, earlier on in the conversation, you may have forgotten this, you said you were going to make the show more interesting. Can you let me know when you're going to start doing that? Because so far, it's dull, it's awkward, and it's insipid. Well, I'm not making it dull. I'm just like... No, you are. Remember. You are. You're, 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 you're making it dull. I'm it, challenging it, you. You're not. There's no... Call, really calling, someone, calling someone a knob is not challenging. It's ill-mannered. Your father's brought you up better than that. Or maybe he hasn't. <laughs> maybe he's failed. It's quite simple. It's obvious the way you deal with people, the way you just like dealt with that eighty-five-year-old man. It was disgusting. No, that eighty-five-year-old man deserved that. The eighty-five. Gosh, no, you're right. Actually, you are brighter than I thought. That eighty-five-year-old man deserved it, Mo. He deserved to be taken down a peg. He deserved more respect. He deserved zero respect. Why does why does an eighty-five? Actually, he was older than eighty-five. Why does an eighty-five-year-old plus man deserve respect? He has to earn that respect. Obviously, you're making fun of him. You don't respect him. He asked, He didn't earn the respect. He just well, he earns respect from his age, mate. You Don't earn respect just for, for just for not dying. You're joking. Come on. So you oh. respect you respect all old people, yeah? Yeah. All yeah, of them. All of them. You respect me. you respect all old people. Me, yeah. yeah, if they don't offend me. I, I, Mo, let me ask you a question. You respect. All old people. If they if they're not offending towards me. Okay, well I, what does offending towards you mean? The way the way the like nibbing along. I can't understand you because your phone's crap. Uh Mo, it's always a pleasure <laughs> to talk to you, mate. Better than your phone. My <laughs> phone is better than your phone. Gosh, yeah. is your dad a boxer too? <laughs> All right, Mo, your phone is better than my phone. Okay, you got me you got me there. You're winning at life. <laughs> You're being really disrespectful. Like I said, at least I respect my elders. You don't. Well, I'm older than you, and you've called me. I'm older than you, and you've called me a knob. No respect towards your elders. So obviously, you're just I making a laughing stock out of it. You should find something more interesting, mate. I know your show is boring. I know well, you're on, boring. Do just it find then. More interesting. Do it. I tell you what. I'll, I'll put a caller on, and you 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 can make the show more interesting, right? You've said that. You want to take a caller? Yeah, yeah, but I respect them. I'm okay. Like you. Lauren, say hello to Mo. It's the Mo Show. Oh, God, not this again. Hi what, again, what, what, Mo. I called you into your show last time. Oh, I remember you, Lauren. Hi. Hi. How's your dad? Oh, yeah. <laughs> again, Lauren, do you have something else to talk about? Because clearly you have nothing to do. You never come um, into the end, though. It's really funny. You only call in when I'm in. Oh, no, then you haven't been listening, sweetie. I called in now. I went to the live show. You know. Yeah, I don't listen to Ian's rubbish. I don't listen to Ian's rubbish making fun of 85-year-old men. Just so we're clear, sweetie, I am older than you, so I'd like a bit more respect, please. Yeah, but the way that you're just, like, nibbing along with Ian, so I'm I'm earning, I'm giving you respect. I'm not making you a laughing stock in front of live radio. I'm not Ian. Okay, well, uh, if I'm your caller, go on then. What you got? 
Well, what, what do you think about Ian's disrespect towards that 85-year-old man who's significantly, significantly older than him? I think you didn't get the joke again. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio.